Hi there, welcome to The Marketing Juggle, a podcast where we talk to small business owners about how they use marketing and in particular digital marketing to promote their small business. My name is Anne Nealon. I work with my husband, Damien. We have an agency called Nealon Digital and we work with small business owners to get them more customers and increase sales by using data-driven marketing strategies. Today on The Marketing Juggle, I'm talking to Julie from Sender Basket. She started her first business when she was 19 years of age. She's a florist by trade and has been in that industry her whole career. She bought her current business, Send a Basket, 10 years ago. And we talk about how much marketing has changed since she started out as a 19-year-old, advertising in the yellow pages and newspapers to now using social media and her website, but more importantly, referrals and word of mouth to get business. It was great to hear how Julie talks about her love of what she does, her passion for her customers, and more importantly, the motivation she has to own her own business. Thank you, Julie. Welcome to the Marketing Juggle podcast. It's great to have you today. Thank you. I just want to start by asking you to tell us about your business. How did it start and what do you love about it? Okay. Well, my business is a hamper, gift basket and florist business. It started back in 1987 by started by somebody else. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's had I'm the third owner of the business, and wow. I've had it now for ten years. Okay, so basically, um, yes, I'm a florist by trade, and right. I've been doing that since I was 16. So that's wow. Very, yes, and I used to work for a florist in Eastwood, Pattinson's Florist, and then they bought Sender Basket from its original owner. Right. And then we went on from there. I worked uh, for Pattinson's Florist and Sender Basket for eight years. Okay. And um, then eventually we needed to move from our shop in Eastwood. So Mm -hmm. then my boss decided to sell Sender Basket and Pattinson's Florist. And I bought them both to run alongside my own business, which right. is Virginia Vars. Oh my gosh! So yes, it's um, <laughs> there, there's a lot going on there, and um, there was also businesses that came with the the purchase of Sender Basket that I've let go, you know, right. since doing that. So okay. yes, it's probably sounds a lot busier than what it is, but oh, yeah, there know. is a lot going on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And what do you love about it? Why why did you make the choice to go from being an employee to owning the business? And what do you love about it now? I fell back into it, I guess. I started my own first business as a florist when I was 19 and I had that for 16 years. So wow. I was well equipped to... Entrepreneurship, to it's, in, it's in your blood. It is. Um, I guess I'm a fairly motivated person when it comes to that sort of thing. Yeah. But as far as my situation when I decided to buy Cinder Basket, at that stage I was a single mum mm-hmm. and um, I could see, well, I knew that I needed to work and I could see that potentially once Cinder Basket was sold that I could possibly lose my job there as well. Right. So with the help of my dad, Cinder Basket was bought as a business to, um, you know, basically to keep me employed. And, wow. It's uh, <laughs> an extreme, it's extreme way to keep your job, isn't it? it <laughs> I'll is. just buy the it, company. Yeah, it, it is. But, um, yeah, so that that's basically how I, I became the owner of Cinder Basket. Mm-hmm. What I love, I guess I have obviously a creative side to me. 
Okay. So I love to be creative. I've realized I'm a little bit of a perfectionist. <laughs> so I guess, you know, that side of it comes out. But yeah, I guess mostly what I really love is just making people happy. Oh, and it's you know, such a great, satisfaction. yeah. That's right. The satisfaction I get from that is um, it's just great. And so, it's interesting yeah. because I bet you often don't see the reaction like you, well, maybe because you do the deliveries, but, you know, you're creating this beautiful gift and you may not even see the person who receives it. That's right. Well, I don't do deliveries that often myself mm-hmm. now. I have drivers that do that. But, yes, you are right that we don't really see much of the end. But when people phone us, they email us, they send us messages, messenger yeah. messages, <laughs> and, um, you know, it all comes together. And just uh, I had a lady not that long ago she sent through lockdown to her grandson a, a birthday gift, oh. and um, then she sent us a photo of him opening it. Oh, how beautiful. It was a video of him opening it. There was yeah. a photo as well. But that was just lovely just yeah. to see. Yeah. It's, it's a great business to be in for that. Yeah. And yeah. I suppose when you hear, when people call you and tell you what they want on the card, you can you feel a little bit a part of that joy and that happiness that you're bringing to people. You do. And, you know, quite often you have to help them along with what they want to say on the card. Oh. But there are certain card messages that just stay in your mind. I'll bet. That, you know, there have been wonderful card messages to read. And yeah. we, we do discuss that sort of thing. And then there's the funny ones as well. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so some that you just can't repeat. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's all part well, of the job. That's gorgeous. I, you know, I one day when I was at uni I delivered flowers for valentine's day my one of my sister's friends her mum was a florist and we spent a day just delivering and it was such a nice experience but it was got the whole gamut of emotions you do (laughs) which you know it's interesting so we talked about what you love what would you change about your business your business particular and, and you know small business in general what do you think is difficult or what what's hard i guess i feel that if and I don't particularly feel this myself, mm. but I belong to a BNI networking group okay. and I have yeah. had for eight years. Right. That's hugely supportive to me, to mm-hmm. my both personally, my business. Uh, I think if you don't have that support, it's very lonely being in business. Yes. Uh, you need people to bounce ideas off mm-hmm. for encouragement because, you know, as yeah. we all know, it's not easy being in business. So sometimes you just need that encouragement. It's different talking to a family member or a friend about your experiences in business because they can empathise with you but they don't really get it. No. I found that. mm. Yeah, the relationships that you build with people who are in similar circumstances, similar experience are really invaluable. That's right. And and then the next level for me to that is the support of people that are in similar businesses to what I'm in. Yes. Because they do, you get each other really well and the, the struggles that you have, the joys that you have. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that it's really important to have support of other business people. And now I've forgotten what your other question was. So I just want to pick up on that point, you know, people who are in similar businesses to you. That's my perception is lots of people, you know, don't want to have anything to do with their competitors or the people who are similar to them. They try and distance themselves. But it sounds like you have good relationships with people who would 
potentially be your competitors, but, you know, you've built that support network with them. Yeah, exactly. I think that that's really, really important. I know some people struggle to do that. Mm. But at the end of the day, you're out to, well, it helps your business as well. For example, I have a florist in the same suburb as I am. Yep. And we help each other out as much as possible if, um, you know, I need something picked up from the markets and I don't have enough to go to the markets for, she'll bring it up for me. That's amazing. Um, it really makes a difference. Uh, on yeah. the other hand, when when I had my first business, again, a florist, um, somebody wanted flowers delivered to me and she refused to do it because I was her competition. Oh, wow. Yeah. So that's the two ends of that. Mm, so, interesting. Yeah. What else do you think, you know, could be easier? What What do you find difficult in your business? I guess streamlining my business. Mm-hmm. That is something that is very important. Mm-hmm. I guess also the urgency of people. People don't tend to prepare and plan ahead uh, mm-hmm. when they need uh, <laughs> to order from me. Yeah. So most of our orders come the same day. Right. Uh, that's very hard to firstly make sure that you've got the stock levels of what they particularly want. Okay. For example, fruit baskets. Oh, yeah. If you get, I don't know, you've planned planned for your fruit baskets for the day and then you get five in overnight by the website and mm. then you get three or four people ring you that morning all wanting fruit baskets, you very quickly run out of fruit. Yeah. So, yeah. And also the flower side of it, if um, you can ever predict that we had a run on red roses on Thursday, mm. we ran out of red roses. But then again, you might not get an order for red roses for a week. Right. So it's you just the- don't know. Predict, trying to predict yes. what people are going to want and that's and right. training customers almost. <laughs> we do encourage them that if they had um, ordered in advance, we would be able to have exactly what they were wanting. Mm. But, you know, it's human nature, isn't it? Everybody leaves everything to the last minute. Yeah, 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 yeah. And when you talked about streamlining, what specific, have you done a lot of that or is that something you want to do in the future? Like give me a bit more detail about what that means for you and your business. Both the procedures within the business, mm-hmm. I, I guess the procedures within the business, I've streamlined to a certain extent. Yeah. I guess I really need to look at streamlining my products more. Oh, okay. Uh, because at the moment, um, well, we, we have to a certain extent. We've tried mm. to do that. Yeah. But I guess to get the variety of products that our customers want, you have to have a lot of stock, carry a lot of stock. Yeah. When we go through periods like we have with lockdown, um, supply is very difficult of uh-huh. some items. So, therefore, you can't produce exactly what the customer's seeing. So, the more we can streamline our products, mm. the easier it, us, it is for us to deal with. Yeah. It's so tempting, isn't it, to try and be really broad and all things yes. to all people. Everything to everyone, yes. <laughs> it's it so is. tempting, but it creates it so many problems in the back. Oh, look, I can't agree more and I, I've got tougher as I've gone Okay. On. Yeah, and, um, but even the the website that I have, we've cut down a lot of the products that we have on there. Mm-hmm. But people still find it a little overwhelming sometimes. Right, they will tell me because I do ask those questions. Yeah, uh, you'll get people that go, "Oh, it's not what I want on there." 
and our answer to that is, well, we can customise it to suit your needs. Uh, then you'll get people that ring and go, it was all just too hard, you've got too much to choose from. And then there'll so, be other people who go, there's not enough to choose from. That's right. Yeah. You can't please everybody. That's so right. you talked about your website. How do you promote your business? How do people like find out about you? Most of my business is word of mouth. Okay, great. Which is a, a lovely thing to have. B&I is also a way to promote the business mm-hmm. uh, with other businesses and they're always always looking out for referrals for you. Awesome. Apart from that, uh, I've just recently started with um, Google My Business. Okay. Uh, yeah. and But I've had to put that on hold at the moment because there's so many restrictions I've had to put on the website mm. with the lockdowns. Yeah. Because it's, it's impacted on us a lot. Okay. Um, so I've had to sort of put that on hold at the yeah. moment. But um, I so far, that seems to be quite effective. Mm-hmm. I use MailChimp. Okay. Um, yeah. They've got an email distribution list. I do. Uh-huh. Um, finding the time to do MailChimp because I guess growing up when I did, no computers, no, <laughs> um, no technology. No. So I'm sort of learning as I'm going along. And don't get me wrong, I'm quite impressed with what I've learned. Uh, But I'm at a disadvantage because of my age. So everything takes longer, everything's harder. I could probably do things better than what I do. But um, I have looked into engaging people services Hmm. for things like MailChimp, social media. Yeah. The cost of doing that is quite expensive yeah Um, obviously it's their time versus my time sometimes I bite the bullet and just pay somebody to do things for me yeah but I'm also a bit of a control freak when it comes to design of things (laughs) almost every person I have interviewed on this podcast has said I'm a control freak I I didn't I didn't think that I was well it's so personal it's you and your business and I think, um, yeah, particularly for me in a creative line of mm-hmm. business, um, I'm more so than maybe some that's, others. Yeah, that's the other common thread I've heard. Pretty much everyone, I really like the creative side of marketing and I like to be in control. They are, they mm. feels like these are two really common traits in yeah. people who own small business. Yes. Well, I, I've gone to the extreme of, you know, you, you're communicating with somebody by email or however you're doing it and they keep on sending through designs and it's like yeah it's really good but (laughs) and they just don't seem to get the but so I've actually gone and said can I come to your office or your home or whoever it is wherever they are and sit with you and we'll have this done in five minutes Um, rather than the back and forth emails uh, is that you when someone's been designing something for you yes Mm. yeah Wow. So, um, yes, but apart from um, MailChimp and the Google My Business, I, you know, I'm not a fan of social media, but okay. I realise there is a place for it in business these days. Yeah. So I find that Send a Basket has more of a following on Facebook than Instagram. Okay. And I guess possibly that suits me as well because mm-hmm. Instagram, in in my knowledge, mm. tends to be a younger person's thing whereas yep. Facebook not so much and the older people mm-hmm. people that's not quite right but you know what I mean no I do uh, exactly uh, yeah it's, it's 100% true Facebook mm. is now more for like the older probably Gen X 
maybe a little bit yeah. younger than that, but and Instagram is that younger millennials who are now even moving on to TikTok. So yes, um, it's interesting how it that. changes the the. It, it is. But as far as, um, you know, where to spend my time, mm. I'm more focused on Facebook, yep. which is also a business decision because I'm after new business that is in that older mm-hmm. age group yep. because they have more disposable income. Yep. So yep. that is really the type of customer that I'm chasing. And they're more likely to be business people as well. I'm my business. I like to focus on working with other small business, even small, medium, large companies, because it's a volume of business there. There's repeat business there rather than just your one off sale on the website or sale over the phone that takes you 15 minutes to take an order. You know, once you you build a relationship with those businesses, they are just flow on every Christmas, every time they get a new customer. Everything, you know, lockdown was really amazing Mm -hmm. working with businesses, sending care hampers and this current lockdown, it's all been about Friday night drink (laughs) hampers. So, you know, and it's just, you know, they have staff of 20, 50, 100. Yeah. And they send them all out. My husband got one from one of the companies he works for this nice little pack with like some health foods and stuff in it. It was nice. Mm. It was really nice. Yeah. So how much of your marketing promotion do you do yourself? You touch them that sometimes you hire someone in, but, you know. I have a lady that does my social media because yeah. I really dislike social media and it's just a chore at the end of my very long day yeah. um, to post something. So she does several posts a week for both the businesses Yep. So I do pay her to do that mm-hmm. and um, I supply her with the content or she gets the content from my website if I'm getting a bit slack with sending it. But you through. want perfect. That's right. She's she's quite motivated to do that. So that's really good. Yeah. Sorry, so she does your social media and you do your emails and MailChimp? I, yes, I do. And then I the Google My Business, I pay somebody to do that. Okay. And do you do paid? advertising on google no okay no i don't so you're just setting up your google my business and trying to optimize for some that's right to be found in google yes and i'm also focusing on a 10 kilometer radius okay which i looking at the stats that they're sending through is working quite well and i can see the flow in the orders we're getting a lot more orders in our local area than you know what we were before so that's working well. Yeah, that's great. How do you measure or track that the stuff that you're doing is working and that it's worth continuing? I'm not going to give you the right answer. No, that's fine. There's no (laughs) right or wrong answers here. (laughs) We get a feel for what we're doing. Yeah. I know that I should, but I don't look at the stats. Nobody looks at the stats. Nobody. Julie, nobody looks at this. That That makes me feel better. (laughs) But, um, yeah, so I know that, you know, a lot of people are very analytics-focused and, unfortunately, that doesn't compute with me. So I tend to, I can see what's happening within the Mm -hmm. business. I just look at the orders coming through. But on each order that we take, whether it be on the phone or by the websites, that question is asked, how did you hear about us? you know, are they a repeat customer? 
that mm-hmm. sort of thing. So we do ask those questions. Also, um, are they an individual? Are they a small business, a large business, a school? Yeah. All of those things are relevant and we do at the end of each month go through all of that. Okay, so you look at, at the end of each month where your sales have come from? That's right. Okay, so you're doing more than a lot of people. Yeah, it's a bit <laughs> tedious to do every month, but we, it's nice to see the business growing and seeing where it's growing from. Yeah. And when you say we, who's part of your team? I have quite a few casual employees, mm-hmm. uh, which with the lockdown that we've just had, everything's sort of changed up a little bit. It's not as it is normally, but... Um, we, as in the, the main ladies that are interested in more the admin side of the business with me, yes, that's who I'm referring to. Okay. Basically, I am the business. You are. I do do everything, but, yeah. you know, if I need help, they'll chip in and um, do all of that for me. I just, one of my ladies is working from home at the moment, mm-hmm. so she did all of that yesterday for me and sent through all the details. Yeah, and so do you do... I guess, different promotions or different marketing for the different types of groups. So do you treat your small business customers different to your consumers? I would like to say yes, and Mm -hmm. I did start to do that. It all just became very complicated. Right. With MailChimp, I have some segments in Mm -hmm. my, my audience there. Yeah. But at the end of the day... I'm struggling to even get a MailChimp out once a month Mm. to actually segment it all out and do, I don't know, three or four different MailChimps rather than one MailChimp um, to send to the different (laughs) segments. Uh, I just don't have the time. Yeah. And until you think that it's going to deliver an additional value. Yeah. Look, in all honesty, my business at the moment it's so busy. It's a good place to be. And I don't find that I need to really spend more on creating more business because creating more business creates more logistical problems as well. So you've got to increase everything and also the size of the premises that we're in. Right. It's finding that happy balance. Mm. Yeah. Yes. I find that a lot, you know, there's this, you sort of feel like there's this pressure sometimes to grow and grow but if you're making a decent living and it's manageable status quo is great that's right like my business has the potential to be huge Mm. I guess with my experience I'm not the right person to grow it to that you know I'm just happy going along and knowing that I'm running a good business knowing that I have very happy customers one day, you know, somebody might take it over and really take it to the next level. Excuse Are your me. kids interested? Do they work with you? My children see how hard I work. <laughs> does that answer the question? That does answer the question. <laughs> yes. There is no way. <laughs> yeah. I think, you know, being, being a business owner, you have to be extremely motivated. Mm. Yes. And it's easier to work for somebody else. Yeah, that's true. So what systems have you got in you've got MailChimp? What other systems do you use in your in your business? What computer systems do you use to make I guess life easier for you or to manage your marketing and things like that? I have a WordPress website. Mm-hmm. When I bought the business, it was the most archaic, embarrassing website ever. Um, I am very fortunate to have a brilliant web developer. Um, right. He's actually part of my B&I group. Yep. Um, so, yeah, that's 
local Azure marketing in Norwest. Mm-hmm. Um, he's so responsive. He's just an amazing person to work with. So I'm very fortunate there. Does he do uh, all so- the website stuff for you or do you make changes yourself? No, that's something that I've impressed myself about as well. I've learned to do a lot in the back end of the website. There are certain things that I will leave to him. I'll just send him an email and say, you know, can you do X, Y, and Z? Mm. Things that are really out of my league. Um, But he has taught me over the years to do most uncomplicated things. Put a Um, new product on, change a picture. Oh, that's what I was doing yesterday afternoon. Yeah. Um, yeah. Kim that's working from home, she was uploading, well, photographing all these new products, sending them through to me. I was uploading them into the website. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so that works really well. Yeah, See, so when I, you bought that business 10 years ago, yeah. <laughs> I yeah. wouldn't have even dreamed. <laughs> I would have been trembling in my boots the thought of even going into the back end of the website. Yeah, so the tools have changed so much just, you know, in the last 10 years. Just the, you know, 10 years ago you had to have a, comp- a website person to develop and mm. even make the smallest changes. But now the tools have come along so far. It is so That's much right. easier and better for small businesses. Yeah, I think um, the advice that I've received, you know, things that I would think, yeah, well, why can't I do that? I just think I should be able to do this, this, and this this would be ideal. Well, no, Julie, the reason why you shouldn't do these things is X, Y, and Z. So I think, you know, as far as a web developer for advice and doing the complicated things are really good. But, yeah, WordPress is really easy. And if I don't know something and it's after hours, I will quite often just get onto Google, good on Google, and um, learn how to do it myself. There's a whole University of Education on YouTube. Oh, that's just incredible. And it know. really is. Yeah. yeah. So, I, and that's the same with Zero. If there's something that I don't understand on Zero, I get onto Google. Yeah. And um, it tells me how to do those things. I'm like, oh, wow, I did that. <laughs> so, yeah. what do you enjoy about marketing and promoting your business? Wrong answer again, nothing. (laughs) No, I love an honest answer. I love it. (laughs) I guess because marketing to me with both the businesses that I've had, Mm -hmm. like from when I was 19, when I started the first one, marketing then was about newspaper advertising and yellow pages. Yeah. Both of those don't exist in my mind in marketing anymore. And what does exist in my mind is complex for me to understand. Mm -hmm. When you talk about the algorithms Mm -hmm. and uh, things constantly changing, my mind doesn't keep up with any of that. So, you know, I really don't enjoy it, what I have to do, but it's nice to see the responses Mm -hmm. that you get, particularly if we put up a video. Uh, We did one, well, the the, um, social media lady, I should say, did one for the 10 years anniversary of me owning the business yeah it was really lovely to see the responses there and to also reflect on those last 10 years who's been involved in making it what it is today wow so I I guess it's the responses if I if I need to enjoy something it's the responses (laughs) that we get it's that connection isn't it that it gives Hmm. you the opportunity to connect with people when you 
may not ordinarily do that. Yeah. Like as you say, put it in the newspaper or the yellow pages, you don't really see if it's hitting the mark or people, you know, unless people call you, there is that immediacy in social media of, oh, yeah, you know, or I remember that person. And and that's right. We had an instance maybe a couple of months ago where a customer ordered one of our floral teacups and she was thrilled to bits. Honestly, she sent me so many messages, so many kisses, so many hearts <laughs> through all her messages, and then she put it on social media. And the response to that was amazing. And we certainly saw a flow on of orders of floral teacups from her posting that. So that was nice. Yeah, reviews and recommendations are just, yeah, they do kind of really have a big impact, don't they? On, on oh, they do. When, when other people mention you on social and in Google. And That's places. true. And going back to the, the phone calls that we take for orders and um, people, when you say, how did you hear about us? It's always Google unless they're a repeat customer. But Well, that's how I found you, to be interviewed, because I was going through some like small business groups and on a post, like you got recommended three or four times. And I went, okay, I'm going to talk to this lady. Yeah, (laughs) it's lovely. Like I do honestly put my heart and soul into the business. Yeah. And I guess it's nice when people do appreciate what you do and the effort you go to because each and every order to me, it's something that I value. So it's it's really nice that people acknowledge that. And it's so deeply personal, isn't it? Like flowers and and gift baskets. It is very you delivering it to a person for a personal reason, you know, a thank you, a gift. That's right. It's such a deeply personal thing that you're involved in. Well, that's what um, I came up with as one of my BNI when I introduced myself at BNI. So, hi, I'm Julie from Sender Basket, delivering thoughts, feelings, and emotions since 1987. Oh my God, that's brilliant. And that's that came about one day. Um, somebody said, "Well, what do you do?" And I went, "I deliver thoughts, feelings, and emotions." And they went, "Well, there you go." That and that's just that. It is what we do. Yeah, that's right. That's beautiful. Yeah. So okay, we're talking about what you like about marketing and the, in, the, the good impacts. What We kind of touched on this, but what specifically don't you like about marketing? I just don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I don't like. So as far as social media marketing, I just don't get it. Other marketing, the time that's involved in doing it. Okay. And I, I guess if I was more desperate to be busier Mm. I would like it more but because it's something that I have to just try and fit into my day or my week Mm. that's what I don't like yeah there's that pressure to kind of it needs to be done but I don't like doing it Mm. fair enough so what are the goals for your business and how will marketing and promotion fit into those achieving those goals that's a hard question where I am at the moment to answer The goals for my business, I guess, are to find the type of customer that I would like to work with more, which is small business. Yeah. Because that's, as I said before, repetitive business for me. I find once I have a customer, I don't lose them. So, um, you know, that's good. We, We get that relationship between us. They know what I do. I know what their expectations are. It becomes very easy to work with them. Whereas um, your one-off customer, you have to justify 
yourself to them constantly, they are, you know, hard work. Uh, you know, I still appreciate them as customers, but the direction that I would like to take the business is more business to business. Yep. Our big focus is on appreciation, showing people, whether it be your clients, your employees, that they are appreciated. So that's a really nice way to mm. to be involved. So I, I really like that side of my business. So growing the business to, I guess, be more business orientated, yep. marketing, to do that, I need to market to business. Mm. And I do that through B&I. Yep. I'm pretty fuzzy on doing that through social media and MailChimp. So I guess I need more direction. Mm. You've got that that. support around you between Mm. your web guy and your social media person that can, you know, help and support you with that. Well, that's true. But at the end of the day, we all know that the business owner needs to be the driving force. Mm -hmm. And personally, I find particularly my current situation um, where we're so busy and we're working on reduced staff, it's just very hard to find that time. Mm. I like been doing this for a long time and sometimes you just want a day without having to work as in your weekends because I work anywhere from 12 to 16 hours a day and then I come home and you know I'm still switched on I need to I need to get that done and that's just any small business owner has these problems yeah um sometimes I just don't want to (laughs) (laughs) So. I hit that point a couple of weeks ago. I was like, do you know what? I'm just going to just stop for a couple of days because I can't do this anymore. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and like having um, currently we're not doing Saturdays just so that I can basically cope with the workload. Oh, gosh. But I've been working since quarter to six this morning. Um, well, I appreciate that, you taking the time. Yeah, no. Talk to but, me. No, 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 I'm perfectly happy to do that. But my day will continue on working because I have, I've got a BNI presentation to do, I've got ordering to do, I've got quoting to do. So it will just continue on and probably part of tomorrow will continue on working wow. as well. It's so all it's, the stuff in the background, isn't it? It's all that. It is. It that, is. admin-y stuff that just has to get done. Mm. But I would like to, I guess, you know, we're talking about marketing. I would like to understand marketing better and how it works and how it can, I guess I just like things that are simple. Mm. And I I find whenever I talk to somebody about marketing, it's not simple in my head. Right. Um, so, you know, I've... I've There's tried. lots of pieces to it. It's like a big jigsaw puzzle. It There's is. Lots of pieces that all kind mm. of these days... The way I try and explain it is that the customer goes on a journey from finding you, buying from you, buying again, and then recommending you. And different parts of marketing have a different role to play on each along that journey. So, you know, Google's at the beginning and emails at that kind of buying and recommending. And then there's something else, Google, you know, reviews and things are in that recommendation phase. But it is, yeah, it's a big jigsaw puzzle that moves people through that journey is that's right the, the funnel way that I've been able to think about it and yeah. explain it yeah I like I've invested money into so many different things and it all sounds great at the time but I guess for me it involves a lot 
of time and understanding on my behalf. So it's never progressed very far because I just don't have that time. No. And the the mind space to be able to um Yeah. To and continue do you realize is it YouTube? How do you teach yourself? Because you said you'd like to learn a bit more. How do you generally go about teaching yourself this stuff? It's more talking to people. Okay. Yeah. And I try and take away a gem from each conversation that I have. Yep. But um there again, I guess my head spins all day, every day, as I said to you earlier. I can't even <laughs> imagine how your head spins. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, yeah, so it, it's just a matter of trying to, you know, take little things on board. Mm. And um, as I said to you before, I just need things to be explained to me simply yeah. for me to get out. I don't need the complex explanations because that will just confuse me because it's not for example, if I was to start explaining my industry to you. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, so that's, yes. yeah. yeah. We just need, I guess, business owners like me just need a simple program to follow. Yeah. What's, what's best to market? Like if, if we can define who our target market is, yeah. just somebody that can simply give us something to follow. Yeah. It's like a unicorn. That's a golden unicorn. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and just, I guess, I've got two more questions. What's COVID taught you about marketing and business? Regards marketing, COVID's taught me I don't need to do any. Okay. Because we have just been smashed. Yeah. So marketing through the, the time of COVID, people are finding us. So therefore, it's something that doesn't need to be done at this point in time. Mm-hmm. But obviously with all business, whether you've been busy through COVID, whether you've been quiet through COVID, shut down through COVID, whatever it is, we're all going to come out the other end of COVID and then we need to get back to some sort of normality and things will need to start again. So as far as marketing didn't impact you? Didn't impact me one didn't, bit. Yeah, you didn't change um, the way you communicate with customers, relate to customers? No. I guess the only changes uh, when I think about social media is just reassuring people that we are open. Yeah. So, you know, that's that's a good thing in that respect. So, yeah, we were able to communicate with, with our customers. Yes, we are still open, yep. although we still get customers ring us all the time and go, oh, you answered the phone. Oh, <laughs> Oh, you're there. Oh, I didn't know whether you would be. So, um, oh, I love yeah. people. I just love but, people. Hmm. <laughs> but then you'll have um, the other people that insist on they want to come into the shop. Well, I'm sorry. Oh, uh, until we're allowed to reopen, you can't come into the shop. But I want to choose it myself. I'm sorry. You're just going to have to talk to us on the phone and let us help you. Oh. So, yeah, the that, human condition. People, dealing with people. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so my very last question is what advice would you give? You've been in business, you know, you've got a great history and I feel like I'm going to say the wrong thing. You've been in business for so long. I Around multiple successful businesses, what advice would you give other small business owners? About anything in particular? About, well, about using marketing, but, you know, I think people like you have 
successfully run small businesses for as long as you have multiple and multiple iterations like any advice you can give to people is valuable I I guess as far as marketing goes running a successful business could probably be a bit easier if you use the right form of marketing Mm -hmm. Um, and I think I've made it quite clear that I don't think I've done that Uh, (laughs) but it's right it's about not following the latest bright shiny object in marketing it's about knowing your customers and where you can best reach them which you've hit the nail on the head with that yeah but I guess I just treat my customers as I would like to be treated myself so I I guess people see me as very sincere and they seem to be quite comfortable and reassured by talking to either myself or my girls on the phone They're very reassured by our Google reviews Mm -hmm. and that's something that we've tried to encourage people to do a lot in the last 12 months and I think that that does make a big difference because constantly, particularly our florist side of the business, they're constantly reassured by our Google reviews. So to me that's really important if you can get them up there. I've even started just doing at the end of each day I send through a delivery confirmation and I put links to our Facebook and Instagram page Perfect. on those. And yeah. if I can't do it by text, then I email the person. Yeah. So it's least, you know, putting that suggestion, you know, share your experience with others. And that's yeah. what I say, you know, people that haven't used our services before, they're going in blind without Google reviews. You know, they're just so good for people to read. For trust. Yeah, it escalate and elevates trust really quickly. Yes. So I guess that's my hot tip. Google, Google reviews. reviews. Yes. Such as easy, it's a it's a simple thing, but it's often overlooked. Mm. And the only thing that I wish that Facebook reviews are fairly easy to do, although in my opinion, not as easy as they used to be, mm-hmm. because the the link on your Facebook page is not as easy to find now to leave a review. Uh, yeah. I think it's it's under you have to click on a few different buttons to get to leave an actual review. Yeah. Uh, Google, even though you give people the link to click straight through to, they have to sign in. Mm. So if yeah. you're not Google automatically account. signed into Google, yeah, and if you're like me and you've got so many different logins for so many different <laughs> things that doesn't automatically log you in. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes I've got three. That's a bit, but, I've got three Google accounts plus a netball club Google account. <laughs> I know, I know. It, it gets a bit much, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but um, yes, so I think Google reviews, that would be my top yeah. important thing in Thank marketing. You. Yeah, great. Thank you so much, Julie. I've really enjoyed talking to you. I've learned a lot. Thank you. That was really, really good. Thank you.